You're listening to Biz Quick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. Biz Quick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real-world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And on today's show, we have Ari Witt. She is the owner of Digital Nomad Designs. She is the most requested or most recommended web designer I've ever known in my life. She's from San Diego, California, and she has set out on a quest in 2021 to make herself continuously uncomfortable. So we're really looking forward to talking to Ari, but before we bring her in, Corey and I are going to talk about being uncomfortable. Yeah, let's make this as uncomfortable for our listeners as we can, too. Challenge. (laughs) I don't know how we do that. How do we do that? Um, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we can figure out a way. Let's just get in an argument. Let's spend the next seven minutes just arguing. Yeah, people get really uncomfortable when other people are arguing, right? Yeah, they, so we could, but I they really don't... do. You remember like when you were a kid and like somebody else's parents would argue, like you'd be at their house and be like, Oh, I don't know what to do here. Right. Yeah, you're like, ooh, you're kinda like, should I leave? Yeah. That's also like have you ever been out like with like you you've been out to dinner or something and, and you're with a couple and the couple starts arguing. Oh and yeah. you're like, Oh, I actually don't mind that because I'm like, I can ignore it. Well, whatever, because I've, I've grown up and I can just ignore that and be like, whatever. Oh, Corey, will... you've, you've grown up, have you really? Well, from being awkward around like parents, okay. like, <laughs> my friends' parents arguing versus, you know, just a, whatever out with a couple. They just are going to be like, all right, whatever, jerks. I'm going to continue with my life. You guys can ruin the night. Yeah. Night. Ooh, um, y- you know what? When we're talking about uncomfortable, I just thought about this and I want to bring it up. I have the one thing... There is an episode of The Office that every time I watch it, I just cringe to the point where I can't even really watch the episode because it's so uncomfortable. Actually, there's two of them. One of them is my favorite episode and one of them I'm like, I can't watch it. Uh, The one that I can't watch is Phyllis's Wedding. Oh, when Michael gets up and like starts talking. <laughs> it's yeah. so uncomfortable. The other one that's really uncomfortable but is fantastic to watch, like it's cringeworthy though, the dinner party. Oh, that one's great. That's not uncomfortable at all. That one's great. <laughs> no, that is uncomfortable. No, it's, it's, when Michael and Jan start fighting. It's but fantastic. again, that's where I'm just like, I'm more like uh, Dwight in that situation where I'm like, oh, hey, this is great. Have you tried the wine? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Well, I don't know if you know this, but you're a lot like Dwight in real life. I'm I'm well aware of that. But for me, you know, not an un like a making other people uncomfortable or being made uncomfortable by other people. Um, do you do you ever strive to put yourself in in situations where you are uncomfortable or where you make yourself uncomfortable so you can grow? Um, honestly, not really. I don't. Um, I I don't think I've ever gone out of my way to do it. I mean, the launching SB Pace and a lot of the stuff that we've been doing has been in new, like kind of put me in new territories. For mm-hmm. instance, not being on social media um, or trying to stay off the internet as much as possible. And I've had to give that up, obviously, for this business. We've got a Thank podcast. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I still don't like it. But um, no, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't really... 
like try to make myself uncomfortable yeah. in that instant, like in that way, I guess. Yeah, I know that, you know, you really, before we started, there was pretty much not a lot of presence of you on the internet. So getting you to do videos and put them on YouTube or videos for SB Pace and put them on our Instagram channel was a was a big thing. Um, so that I'm sure was uncomfortable for you. I think doing videos initially for me was really uncomfortable. I still don't like to do lives on any social channel, but overall I'm just kind of, I just embrace that part of it. I get more uncomfortable in situations where I'm around a lot of people. I think there's a tendency for people to make the assumption that I'm an extrovert that really enjoys being around people when the reality is I'm an introvert and I hate most people. You, we have discussed this before. You were such a liar about that. I am you not. You are the biggest social butterfly. Like one of the, one of the most socialist of butterflies um, that I know. But, and, but you're like, but I'm secretly an introvert. No, you're, not. you're <laughs> such a liar. I'm not. I'm, but don't, I, I guess, you know, good example. When I was just in Montana, right, for the 365 Driven event, shout out Tony Watley and his wife, Lisa, because it was amazing. And we haven't done a podcast on that. We probably should. But um, I, you know, I was probably the quietest person there. I find that so hard to believe. <laughs> it's true though. I just I'm more of a I'm a, I'm 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 more of a lurker and a watcher. I just like to like I'm you know I'm I'll, I'll talk to people. I don't mind talking to people, but I'm I'm not that I'm not comfortable. Like I I, I never set out to be like the center of attention. Yeah, and I like well. So I wonder. Let's you know if we're talking about uh, that. I would love to bring some people into the conversation who were there to get their opinion of what uh, you were in terms of being social and talkative and, and all of that. Because, like, I think in your head you think that you're being reserved or whatever, <laughs> but you're not really. Because my definition of reserved is very different than yours? It is, um, possibly, but also, like, I think that... It, it, I'm not saying that may, that you're not uncomfortable in a situation like that or it's not ideal, but for you, like, a coping method for being in that situation is to be social, is to talk, is to, like, face it head on to say, oh, I'm in a situation I don't like, so I'm going to own the shit out of this and talk a lot. Um, first off, thank you. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Um, I don't know if you intended it that way, but that's... It wasn't intended to be an insult. (laughs) Um, But um, I am more... I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that and and I'm going to have to digest it and ruminate on it a little bit. Um, Maybe that is my coping mechanism. A lot of times, my instinct, just in general, is to say no to things, right? Like, no, I don't want to do that. And when I know instinctively that I want to say no, I almost always force myself to say yes because I feel like it's going to be a really big opportunity. I I don't know if you know this or not. I wanted to cancel going to Montana. I didn't want to go for a number of reasons. Um, But um, one, I didn't want to get on a plane and I didn't want to lose a day on both ends. And I didn't want to, you know, spend five straight days with people who were just constantly talking. I was very anxious about it. So... Um, but 
you know, I I suffered silently, Corey. That's what I did. But we should wrap up because then bring Ari in. She's waiting for us and we can we can resume the uncomfortable conversation when we get her involved. Sounds good. All right. Hey, everyone. If you're like most entrepreneurs out there, time is not something you ever seem to have enough of. We get it. There are a million things that need your attention, both in business and in your personal life. That's why we created Time Bomb. This is a self-paced course designed to help you determine what your time is worth and where you should be spending those precious hours every day. Right now, we have an option to buy the bundle, which also includes products designed to help you become more efficient with your time. It's a $70 deal you're getting for only an additional $30. Head on over to sbpace.com to learn more. Time Bomb. Take control of your calendar. Gain control of your life. All right. Welcome back. We've got Ari Witt with us now. Ari, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. And we're going to start off with asking you to tell us about your biggest failure. Ooh, okay. I like, I like that question. Jumping right into it. Um, all right. Let's see. I feel like this is the type of question I should have at the top of my head. Um, I do have a lot from when I first started my business. So I'll, I'll definitely talk about one of those. When I first started and I realized that it was no longer just me that was going to be doing all the work and that I needed help, I made the mistake of rushing into hiring somebody just because I was a little, I was desperate to get somebody in. Um, so I, I did a couple of interviews that I was like, okay, I just, I need somebody in right now. So I hired somebody and they were a big disappointment. Um, it, it was somebody who didn't live up to the quality of the work that we like to to live up to and um just the communication wasn't there and so the failure there was just me not realizing like it's so much more worth it to take the extra time and find somebody who lives up to the expectations that you're looking for as opposed to just rushing into it and to take that a step further i've now realized that not only do you need to take time to to make sure that they actually can do the work that you're looking to get done, but that they're also a culture fit. Um, that's not just about the skills, but it's about, do they actually blend in with the rest of the team? Do they bring a good dynamic to the rest of the team? Um, and yeah, are they a culture fit? Do they, do they align with the core values that you represent? So that's, that was a failure in the beginning, something that I have learned from ever since then. And I feel pretty confident about our hiring process now because of that. And for everybody out there listening, that was not a scripted question or answer. <laughs> we often talk about how important it is that you hire based upon culture and core values and that somebody, the people who work for you fit into those. Um, and so that's, that's a great uh, great answer. So appreciate that. Um, but let's jump into uh, really why we brought you on. And that's uh, the journey that you you started this year, I guess, in terms of getting yourself into uncomfortable situations um, when it comes to business and personal growth and all of that. And I think that it's a very important thing for people to do, um, especially in business, because you don't want to stay stagnant 
um, and the uncomfortable situations are usually the ones that are going to help you grow. So do you uh, mind telling us about why you made that decision and what you've been doing? Yeah. So are you, you're referring to my like word of the year of being uncomfortable? Yes. I love that you guys know that already. (laughs) Yeah. I've got it on my phone. I've got uncomfortable and I look at every single day. I write it down in my, uh, my calendar every week to be uncomfortable at some point. So um, my journey this year, I mean, I've known basically since I started my business in 2018, the importance of being uncomfortable and how, you know, if anybody looks at like their greatest like achievements or accomplishments in life, they've all started from a place of being uncomfortable. And you, you have to start there in order to get to where you want to go. And that's how I, that was how I started my business. It was on the foundation of being uncomfortable in a variety of situations, but you're talking about this year. Um, I, to back up, the reason why I decided, okay, this this year I'm going to be uncomfortable. I'm going to lean into that. Is you know, last year was a huge year of growth for my business, and I know the benefits of like when you're in that growth mode. It's that's when you have to step on the gas and kind of compound that growth. Um, so I was like, okay, I I need to make sure that I'm continuing to lean into this uncomfortableness. So um, this year, it's really been about like what kind of new things can I try? So jujitsu is one of those. Um, that's, it's been a few weeks since I've gone to one of the classes just from traveling and such, but um, jujitsu is super uncomfortable in every aspect, not only because you're, um, you're using your body to like fight and defend yourself, but you're also like physically close to people. <laughs> and I'm, I, I go to like women's classes and it's like these badass women, a lot of brown belts, black belts, and I'm just like, barely can do the drills. Um, But I have also seen myself get better uh, within just a couple of months time. And um, it's also had other positive effects, effects like making myself feel more confident uh, and knowing that I can like handle certain situations. There's other instances of uncomfortableness that I've leaned into this year, such as hiring a speaking coach, um, being in situations where there's a lot of people and a lot of talking um, is very uncomfortable for me, but I know that in order to succeed in, you know, um, the achievements that I want to accomplish, I need to get better at that. And so hiring a speaking coach, coming up with a, a full speech, super uncomfortable, but I know that that's, um, that's going to get me to the next level. Hope that answered the question. <laughs> totally did. And also want to tell our listeners, not scripted. I just in the intro part got done telling Corey how uncomfortable I get in large groups of people and yeah. having that engagement and 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 you know talking. I, I don't I don't really get uncomfortable speaking in front of people, but I just don't like to be around a lot of people. It's uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. Um I, two things I, I do want to say that shout out, you just recently got your white belt in jujitsu, right? Yeah, yeah. You, everyone starts with a white belt, but I got an, an extra degree, which is like a stripe. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to say is, so uh, we know each other through Arate. And what's interesting is that, you know, I, I, I would literally, as part of your introduction, we talked about how 
you are the most highly recommended web designer that I've ever encountered in my life, right? Like, and they're in that group, you have such confidence and poise, but you're, I mean, you're always super kind and polite and, and just generous with your feedback, whoever asks for it. But one would never know how uncomfortable you get in, you know, situations just based on like your social profile. And I don't even believe that you're, you're not faking it on social media. It's just really uncomfortable for you to do some of the things that you're doing. And it's just, it's, it's nice to see that other side of you. And I know even being on this podcast is uncomfortable for you. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I just came back from two, you know, business related events, Arte and, and Emily's event. And both of those are uncomfortable to be around that many people and socializing in a way where you don't really have anything prepared. It's just like whatever you, you engage in conversation and whatever happens, happens. Um, but I also know that like the outcome of both of those events was new business, new relationships, new friends. And so it was, you know, it's totally worth it in the moment. It's, it, it's, uncomfortable it kind of sucks but you also have to remember that it's it's there's um a huge benefit at the end and and it's worth it yeah how do you um choose what you're going to do next so i mean for a lot of people it just might make sense to try something new i've never been good at x so i'm just gonna pick that up i mean um picking up jujitsu i've done some mma training in my past and um, I can definitely attest to how uncomfortable that is. Um, you're, it's extreme cuddling with strangers, basically. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. Um, but I mean, do you go in? Do you like? Do you have a goal before you start, or is it just you're just trying trying to expand your horizon, so to speak? Mm-hmm. I I think that I um, this year realized like there's so many like women out there who are just freaking badass, And so I wanted to lean into like, okay, what kind of like inner badass can I bring out? And so when I was thinking about that, I was like, okay, jujitsu is one of those just because it's a, it's a sport. I've always, I've always been athletic. And so part of it was um, looking at other role models and seeing like, maybe what is it that they're doing to bring out that badass in them. And, um, you know, I, I love Jocko and he's got a jujitsu gym out here, uh, that now that it's open, we want to start going to, um, and then it's, and, you know, as far as speaking, like there's a lot of, um, really well-spoken women out there who do speaking engagements and, um, not that I necessarily want to do that, at least not yet, but seeing those kinds of people as role models, um, makes me want to um, do that as well. It makes me like want to lean into that and realize that if they're doing if they're doing that to become their better versions of themselves, then I want to do that too. So um, how do I yeah how do I choose the next thing? I think it's just being inspired by other like role models that are out there and seeing like what's the next thing that's going to make me lean into that badassness. <laughs> Well, you recently um, wrote a post that in its own was somewhat badass um, about being a boss and what that (laughs) means. And um, we would love it if you 
um, we'll kind of touch on that topic and what being a boss means to you and how a lot of people tend to view that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that definitely got a lot, like some nice engagement. People, you know, agreed with it. I think because this is something that was talked a lot, a lot about at the last one in business um, event that I was at. A lot of times being a boss is looked at on social media as somebody, you know, in front of their private jet or with stacks of cash or on the other side, on the more feminine side, it's having a pretty office or glittery, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and it's, it's so much more about like the, uh, like the grittiness of owning a business and it's getting in the trenches um, doing the, the work that maybe nobody else like wants to do. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's staying up late and getting up early if it's necessary, but it's also building and empowering your team. And, uh, really the last couple months I've, my mindset, as far as being a boss has shifted to, you know, like, I think the old term is of being a boss is more like putting your feet up on the desk and, you know, telling people what to do, but it's now it's, it's to me, it's so much more about like, how can I help this team member grow? How can I provide them the resources to learn what they want to learn? Like we've got um, a few UX designers. One of them wants to learn more about animation and motion design. So maybe it's how can I provide you a class to learn more about it or, we're all remote. So maybe it's how can I find a way for us to all meet up in person um, and just finding ways to like empower our, the team and help them grow. I think is so much more of a boss than um, the old term of kicking your feet up and telling people what to do. Um, and then also there's an internal part where it's how can I better myself? Um, and it's, it's this weird balance because sometimes I feel selfish about it, but it's, important when you're running a business to really make sure that you're a, as cheesy as as it sounds, a boss in your own life, where Mm -hmm. you're making sure that your like physical um, health or your nutrition, and then your mindset and all of these things are at a high level so that you can like operate as a boss and be there for your team and your, your people. Yeah. I think um, being selfish is one of the best gifts that we can give ourselves. Um, right. Because it gets such a negative play, but I don't know if you've read or listened to Tim Grover's winning yet, but he has an entire chapter dedicated to being selfish and is by far my favorite chapter because it's really just about investing in yourself and making yourself better for all of those people around you. And when you're running a company and you're responsible for putting food on the table for other people, you have to be selfish about how you approach that because you want them to continue to be able to thrive in your company. Yeah. I have the book. I haven't um, read it yet. I'm finishing one and moving on to that one, but it's so true. Like, especially now there's just, there's so much outside noise that it can be that most people are focusing on that outside, outside noise that if you really want to separate yourself from average, it's like, going internal and seeing how you can be a better person because that's going to help you be a better person for the rest of the world. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I I think with, especially with like last year, like even there were, there were even times where I found myself like focusing too much on like outside noise and I could feel myself like kind of 
drifting back. And then when I focused on myself, bettering myself, I was like, okay, this is, um, this is going to help me, my team, my, the people around me. Yeah. And taking care of yourself is, is something that a lot of entrepreneurs forget to do. And it's really important because if, if, you know, like if you have, uh, if you, if you're having a shitty day and you go into work, I mean, that sets the, the tone for the day and your employees pick up on it and the customers pick up on that and it just, you know, kind of cascades down. Um, so being able to take care of yourself so that you can minimize that and minimize the, you know, how your, your personal feelings are affecting your work is super helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, that's definitely something because people, when you read all of these entrepreneur boards or small businesses, oh, I worked 80 hours this week and I still have the weekend to go and all of that nonsense. It's like, hey, take a minute, take care of yourself. Right. Yeah, I, d- I believe in like non-negotiables for me are things like getting a workout in a day, um, fast, like when, uh, most of the time intermittent fasting, drinking water, like there's non-negotiables, I think that are helpful to not get trapped into that, like, um, I guess the, the extreme hustle, um, mentality. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back and touch a little bit too on that whole, um, employee piece when you were talking about that and the things that you do for your team and what it really made me think about was, um, just sort of affirming the work. So Corey's about to open a restaurant and, um, we've, um, basically Corey and I are working with Corey and I SB pace are working with Corey, the client on opening up his restaurant. And we've been talking a lot about that hiring and the, the, the need for the core values, but also that, that ability to like really be able to provide that positive feedback and do those things. And knowing, um, knowing Corey, the way that I know him and he doesn't, He's not great on um, giving positive feedback. Sort of his his um, mentality is, if I'm not telling you you suck, you're doing a good job. Which, mm-hmm. and me trying to explain, you know, some people need to hear more than that. So it's okay if he can't do that himself, but having someone on his team that can do that, making sure that someone else can can handle that piece of it, if if it's not something that he is good at or wants to start doing, but that people need an opportunity to hear they're doing a good job. And people also need that opportunity to grow. So career path is a really big part of what we're doing for his restaurant. And I think that's fairly unusual in that industry. It is. And just in my own defense, I say <laughs> no news is good news. I don't say if I don't, I'm not telling you you suck, you're doing good. Yeah, well, they're right. the same. They're the- no, that's not the same. So at the end of the shift, if I haven't said anything negative to you, if I haven't said anything to you at all, you did a great job. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm going to need Ari to take my side on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like it, uh, it's, I think it's helpful to praise um, people when they're doing a good job, but not only that, but it goes, I feel, I seriously feel like everything comes back to core values. Like there's so many other dynamics of like, you did a good job or you didn't that I think that's where core values comes in. And so we re- we actually just recently started doing like core value awards and as like cheesy as it sounds it still it it instills the culture and 
it shows that there's other there's other components besides you know you did you did a good job or you didn't there's other parts to it besides there's other parts such as like how you communicated with the team or the client or um you know did you go the extra mile things like that i'm calling out like the specifics of why they did a good job or not is helpful i love that and we used to work for a company where we gave core value awards and until you just said that, I completely forgot about that. But it's such a good way to keep those core values front and center for everybody. I love mm-hmm. that you do that. All right, we need to wrap up, but this has been great. And honestly, we could talk to you for hours. So um, can you tell our listeners how they can find you? Yes. So I am on Instagram, of course. It is ari.wit, A-R-I.W-I-T-T. <laughs> Do you want my website? It's Digital Nomad Designs with an S at the end.com. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll put all of that in our show notes for our listeners. And Ari, thank you so much for joining us today. I know this was uncomfortable for you, but we're really, really glad to have you here. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. I oh shit. I yeah. just did yeah, your sorry, right. we can do this. <laughs> no worries. I am so sorry. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But anyway connect with us on social media we've got linkedin twitter instagram facebook we've got a youtube channel and if you ever need to find anything out about our business you can reach us um on sbpace.com yeah (laughs) and go ahead and subscribe to our podcast and while you're doing that like us and give us a review one star five star we don't care we'll take it we love feedback Oh, and you can reach out to... I am just butchering this you today. You terrible today. And you can reach out to us about topics that you want to hear about, or if there's a guest you want us to bring back on, let us know and we'll do it. So You want to read the next one too? No, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you want to... Oh, crap, now I screwed up. Don't forget to buy our book. It's Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It's available on Amazon. You can find the link on our website. It's a number one bestseller on Amazon. We've got a digital workbook download. And if you've already purchased it and read it, make sure to like it and give us a review. Yeah, I'm Julie playing the role of Corey on this outro. (laughs) And I'm just confused. (laughs) (laughs) This was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.